October 14th, Saturday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. Today's gospel, in just two verses, captures the essence of a good life. Today it seems that who you know matters more than who you are. Think of Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs football team. He was already a star in the NFL, one of the best at his position, and the winner of two Super Bowls. Yet two weeks ago, when Taylor Swift appeared with Kelsey's parents in an executive box at his game, and they reportedly went out afterwards, he became an instant worldwide celebrity, even among those who did not know the first thing about football. How many others, far less deserving, have been showered with wealth, fame, and privilege simply by belonging to the right family or associating with the right people. It can work in the other way as well. The parents of Sam Sam Bankman-Fried, the disgraced founder of the failed cryptocurrency exchange FTX, have been dragged into the tawdry legal mess he created with his questionable business dealings. Jesus, however, in this gospel, brusquely brushes aside the suggestion that the worthiness of our lives has anything to do with our associations, our families, or our fame. When a woman in the adoring crowd suggests that his mother is honored by her most intimate relationship to him, he rejects even that. Rather, he says, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and observe it. That is a very different path from the one of privilege and self-interest. It means surrendering to something greater than oneself, giving up control and letting oneself be drawn by the power of God's word. It means sacrifice, giving up the pursuit of glamour, power, and wealth, and making the service of others the focus of one's life. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is the prime example as she gave herself totally to the service of God's word with her yes to the angel. She paid the price, especially when her heart was pierced with sorrow as she followed her son to the cross. But then she was rewarded with the ultimate joy of sharing his new life in the resurrection. So will it be for anyone devoted to the word. An interesting example of this choice surfaced this week in a story in the Boston Globe by the well-known sports writer Dan Shaughnessy entitled The Celtics Draft Pick Who Chose the Priesthood Over the NBA. It profiles Father Earl Markey, with whom I lived and worked for many years at Holy Cross. Father Markey was a high-scoring basketball star at Holy Cross in the early 50s, taking over for Bob Cousy when the latter graduated and playing with future NBA stars like Tommy Heinsohn and Togo Palazzi. When Father Markey graduated, He was drafted by the legendary coach, Red Arbach, who was building the Boston Celtics team 
that would go on to win 11 NBA titles in 13 years. Father Markey felt he had a good chance of making the team, but he decided to enter the Jesuits instead. Reflecting back on that decision, he told Shaughnessy, I decided that I wanted to live a life in which, at the end of my life, I had done good for other people. A victory with the Celtics would not compare with celebrating Mass or doing things for other people. They were different worlds. Looking back on his life of distinguished service in the Philippines at St. Peter's Prep in Jersey City and at Holy Cross, where he just retired at age 90 after 45 years there, he said he has no regrets. Overall, he said, looking back on my life, I'm glad I did this. Not everyone faces such a dramatic life choice but we are all called to listen to God's word and follow where it leads. It might involve going into some helping professions such as healthcare, social work, or teaching, committing to raising a family, volunteering in a marginalized community, or pursuing religious life or other form of church service. Any such choice means leaving behind some enticing alternatives But if we follow the way laid out for us by God's word, we will someday be able to look back and say, I'm glad I did this.